Nick, have you heard? Heard what? The Bishop and the Gator are in stores. Oh, I did hear that. Brick and mortars, baby. Yeah, they're available right now at Riverman Cigar Company and Lit Cigars, The Smoke Pit, Man Cave Cigars, Smokers Alibi, and our friends over at Max Smoke Shop. Way cool. You need to go to those stores and you need to get yourself a Bishop or a Gator. They're fantastic cigars. Why not both? Should be both. I'm saying. You can also get them at martinacigars.com. Check them out today. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, a very full and tired gator. And today, we just ate all the pizza. We've got a special episode. We are coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. Live at the Smoke Pit in Greenwood, Indiana. Yay! Yay! Woo! And with us, we have Reed Storvik. Holy shit, Broccoli. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, we have, we have Reed. Have fun sipping that. Uh, oh, fuck, man. Reed is the owner of the Smoke Pit, and he just witnessed Broccoli Rob pour me what? Couple, couple fingers, couple oh, yeah. fingers worth of something. Moonshine? Something. 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 Something very clear. Something. Something very alcoholy. Yes. This is uh last I heard it's hundred and twenty proof. Jesus. Alright, well, how are you, Reed? I'm doing great. Good. Yeah. This is a fabulous place you it have. Is. I appreciate it. We love yeah. it. Yeah. We've been hanging out here this afternoon and this evening. Everybody's super nice. You have a great humidor. The atmosphere is wonderful. Yeah. We love it. Everybody that walks in the door, and I've noticed this with with our man Broccoli over here. Everybody that walks in the door, he greets them like they're coming into his house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you basically, when you come here to smoke, you're hanging out with Broccoli in his living room. This is great. That's why we got the couches and the chairs. It's what it's it's about. It's like you're at home here. It really is. It is. It is. Except for the moonshine and copious amounts of pizza we just ate. Lots of pizza. Yeah, that was a lot. That, that was, was a, a lot of that pizza. That was a lot of pizza. It was really good. We, so, oh, we way over-ordered. Way over-ordered. <laughs> so today we are going to be smoking the 1502 Blue Sapphire. I haven't even gotten to that liquor just yet. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. Well, we, we did sample earlier. Yeah, a little bit. But little. you got a couple more fingers to go there. I'm going to get mine out of the cellophane. Of course. See what I have to put up with? Oh, I know it. I mean, we listen. I mean, but, yeah. but this is, I mean, it's really in there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Jeff, seriously. Got it. All right. Thank you. So. <laughs> this is fun with the studio audience. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> so, why don't we go ahead and cut the cigar and get it rolling so we can uh, jump into the fun. And the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there at Riverman sends his warm regards to Broccoli and to uh, Reed. Hi, Dan. He, uh, Broccoli says hi, Dan. Broccoli says hi. The, and, the, uh, last hi time, the last time we hung out with Broccoli in St. Louis was at Dan's shop. Until about 5 a.m. twice. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and Dan, he, uh, he says, sends his warm regards to you guys, wishes you guys all the best with everything. And, uh, you know, that's just the kind of guy that Dan is. He's all about the industry, all about the people, and he's all about doing what's right for everybody. Yep. Which makes it better that he also has a fantastic humidor, fully stocked with all kinds of great cigars, including the Bishop and the Gator, which you can also get here at the Smoke Pit. That's Yay! right. Absolutely. And uh, 
He also has a 1,500 cover, or 1,500 square foot. Man, I am just stumbling here. I know, right? He also has a 1,500 square foot covered patio out front, which would have been good for all the rain that you guys had here today. I mean, I'm not going to lie, though. Their street was a lake when we first got here. It was. It was. Yeah, there was a lot of rain here today. It's been rainy, but you guys have been busy. Been busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Shop's been hopping. It's been awesome. But anyway, Riverman Cigar Company. If you guys are in the St. Louis area, you want to swing by Riverman and check them out. And if you're not swinging through the St. Louis area, but you want to make a brick and mortar your home. If you don't have one like they have right here Precisely. at the Smoke Pit, you can give Dan a call and he does mail order. And he can take care of you and get you everything you need. So, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. Hi, Dan. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and kind of... Oh, wait. Yeah, you got the... I have this. What am I doing? It's time when we go ahead and cut the cigar. Yeah. Hey, I forgot that Mrs. Brock loaned me the uh, the V cut. Oh, Calibri Deep V. Because, uh, guys, I'm going to admit something to you all today. You coming out? So, what? Oh, dang, is it is it time? Son of a bitch! No. So, I hey, we're, uh, we're we're opening a firming here at this. I realized I realized last evening that somehow on this trip out to Indiana. I left my house without my lighter and my cutter. I'm rubbing off on him. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> For all the shit that I give Jeff about not having Wait. his lighter and cutter, he did have a lighter and exactly. cutter. Exactly. In fact, he had two of each. Yes. It's like I knew. And I did not have anything. So it's been odd for me. I felt, felt naked. naked. Yeah. Felt really naked this weekend. But anyway, go ahead and give this guy a cut. So, Reed, how the hell are you? Great. I'm here with you guys, and like you said, a great studio audience. This Yay! Is phenomenal. Yeah. And I just all over yourself. All over. I think I think there. everybody here should just collectively say hi. Everybody on three. One, two, three. Hi. There we go. That's what we're talking That's what about. We like. So, how did you uh, get going with the smoke pit? The smoke pit was uh, something I've wanted to do, kind of sitting on my back porch, and I mean, everybody has that dream. Oh yeah, sit on your back. You're like, why don't I open my own? And, uh, yeah, but that's a pretty big step to go from it sitting on the back porch and thinking about it yeah. to actually doing it. Oh, yeah. And the other aspect, it's like everybody thinks, oh, it's be so great, you know. And and maybe some of these guys started up and it's basically just their clubhouse. Yeah, essentially. But at the same time, there is a lot of business a lot aspects to it. Yeah, a is. lot of work. There is. And uh, I thought about that. I kind of put it off for a while, talked to the wife about it. She said, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and then a couple months goes by, and she brought me home a you know business plan. Yeah. She said, you might want to look this over. I don't know everything about cigars, so you'll have to put all that information in there. So I got busy. That's awesome. Started putting it to work, and then met Rob down the line. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad he jumped down this rabbit hole with me because I couldn't have a better guy here with me. So old we, Broccoli. We are, we are big friends of Broccoli Rob here on the uh, – We're big what? Big friends. Friends. Big friends. You know, have some more. Have some more liquor. I already had some of that already, and now it's apparently. Oh God! Makes more fun when he's drunk on the cab. <laughs> this is just some crap. Anyway, I need to get my cigar going here. So, cold, cold draw, draw time. time. Once again, the fifteen o two blue sapphire. It's I a thought sapphire only had one P in it. It has two. No, it's got the PP. It's got a PP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a boy cigar. Boy cigar. Oh, my God. This comes at the recommendation of Broccoli. It does. He 
he was he was pretty high on this cigar. Earlier. It's a new one to our humidor. Is it? Yeah, this is the first uh, the first round we've got of these these in. Okay, okay. we tried some other products from okay, 1502. I'm, I'm getting fruit, berry, maybe. That's what he said earlier. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right, brother. It's sweet. There's a there's a fruity sweetness to it. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and light up. Okay. No, no, no. Cold retro. God damn it. I was Everybody, come on. He, cold he was, retro, right? Was, yeah. He, yeah. No, no. He was the, right there. The fans want the cold retro. Oh, God. Ooh, it's really there on that. It's the same thing. You taste the, that? Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing on that. It's the same Reed thing. got it. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just it's saying it's pronounced. the same thing. Same okay. thing as what? Is on the cold draw. Not completely. Kind of is. Not so much. Anyway. Oh, you're lighting up. I am lighting up. I I mean, what do you... What? So which which one's the faster smoker? I forget. He tends it, it, to be. I usually, you're both pointing at each other. Yeah, usually. It, it varies by podcast, because sometimes mm-hmm. Nick talks a little more than I do. I talk a little more than he does, so... It's got, like, that semi-closed foot on it, too. Ooh, that's a shirt burner. I gotta watch that. Thank you. Nick knows. Yeah, I've put holes in a couple <laughs> of shirts, thanks to closed foot cigars. Okay. Broccoli's saying, for those of you who can't hear it, because... Oh, he'll be be on the cast in a minute. We'll have Broccoli on the cast in a little bit. He's still running around doing work, so... (laughs) He was commenting that he likes the closed foot cigars because of the pop of flavor off the very beginning. But then again, he said he also likes box press cigars, so, you know. Oh, we got a big crowd rolling in here. This is fantastic. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. How's it going? It's actually my brother-in-law. Okay. Oh, oh, very cool. What's up, guys? How you doing? Doing, a, doing great. Having a great time. So, Reed, tell us a little bit about yourself. Now, you're a young guy. I am. And you started your own shop. How old yep. are you? Uh, 29. Jesus. Man, alive. <laughs> God, alive. <laughs> oh, so alive. old. I'm so old. <laughs> well, yeah. That's not Just in, depressing. That's not in dispute. Oh. You know, you're you're not quite, but you're close to twice his age. I could be his dad. Oh, that's for certain. That's for certain. It's disturbing. I couldn't be. No, just a creepy older uncle. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you are definitely well within the age of being his dad. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm in the wheelhouse there. So you could be his wheelhouse. creepy older uncle. Is that, the, is that the game we're playing here? Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I explained so much to him. See, <laughs> God, it does, man, his eyes just opened up. He's like, oh, like, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I've taken Nick under my wing. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. How did we get here? I mean, uh, you know, we established. Favorite color's red. What did, okay. what did you uh, do after you turn on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. I've, I've, were you in the military? Yes. Because I've heard that. I did seven years in the Marine Corps. Uh, four active and three in the reserves. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, dude. So, Impressive. Yeah. Appreciate yes. it. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually on the fire department now for Indianapolis. Also Indianapolis awesome. Yep. Yep. Uh, so is that, that your for, full-time job? Yep. Okay. Doing that for three years. That's another reason why I'm just absolutely honored to have Rob here. Um, he's here on the days that I'm at the firehouse. Yep. So um, it's, it's it's been great having him here. You don't mind me asking. Let me delve into this. So what did yeah. you do in the Marine Corps? I was a combat engineer. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we got to deal with explosives, and we got to build things, and, uh, I mean, like, bridges, swa huts. I mean, there's, we did a lot of extensive things. It did was you guys a, help set up fobs and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. 
Yep, it's kind of the jack of all trades, master of none in the Marine Corps. Yeah. So. Well, and, and the thing the thing you run into, which a lot of people that, that were not in the military may not understand, when when you're a Marine, you're a Marine first. You know, you're a rifleman. Absolutely. And then your your job that you do is secondary to that. And a lot of the other branches are the other way around where, you know, the Army is, is like that to an extent. But when yeah. you get to the Air Force or you get to the Navy, you're your job first and then you pick up the rifle secondary. Correct. And, yeah, you guys are hard chargers, man. It's yeah. impressive. And to be a combat engineer, you're out in the thick of it. So, Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that you run into that now being on the fire department here. You know, in, in a town the size of Indianapolis, I mean... Just add March Madness here. Oh, I bet that was oh, just crazy. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was a good time, though. It's a good time, and, I mean, it brings a lot of people into the city. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it brings a lot of people into the city. Yep. So... And that, that increases the challenges, for Job sure. security. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, with events like March Madness, do you guys see an influx of customers coming into the shop? Uh, that was more, you know, downtown... Okay. Um, well, yeah, because so Greenwood we see a whole lot here. So, so let for the people who don't necessarily know, like geographically, Greenwood is southeast of town. Uh, I would say about thirty minutes directly south of directly downtown. south of yeah, downtown. You can come straight down sixty-five. Okay. Okay. And there's that main street exit down there, so yeah, it's pretty much directly south. What's well, a great location you guys have? I love the exposed brick. Oh yeah. And and just the the atmosphere, well, of the place. And not to even mention the downtown is so phenomenal yeah. here. It's such a beautiful area that you've got the shop in. And, again, we, we talk about Illinois a lot, the People's Republic of Illinois. A shop like this could not open up there because it's it's in the block of stores here, you know, downtown. And we have to have a freestanding structure 15 feet from anything over there. And what you've done here, I'm so jealous of because this is so nice. Oh, the high ceilings in here. Yes. Be having the, that old architecture exposed. Yeah. It's, uh, I've yeah, just I been love staring it. at the woodwork. Yeah. It's you insane. Know. I mean, it's all yeah. original 1940s yeah. uh, of work, so. It's Absolutely really cool. a beautiful shop. And the humidor you guys put in yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah, that's from the uh, the humidor store down in Florida. Okay. They actually, you know, built it there in Florida, um, made it to the specifications that we needed, and that fit for our location, yeah. and then shipped it to us. And then does it, does it come it? in pieces and then assembled? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it came in pieces. Because otherwise, you'd have to airlift it in. Yeah, it was know. a very interesting day when that thing arrived. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. So, it was a good day. Well, yeah. and it is stocked full, man. It, it is, is stocked full. For, so, for a is. new shop, yeah. that isn't something that you see. Most shops build up to their inventory yeah. that they have. And in the short amount of time, what have you guys been open? Six months? Six months. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that humidor is stocked like you've been here for 10 years. Yeah. I yeah, appreciate that. It's impressive. That. Yeah, thank you. Well, and it's got the Bishop and Gator, so all the better. Absolutely. All the better. And some other Martinez as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we got yeah, the flat iron in there. we got the 45 series. 45. Well, and so. a, a shout out to our studio sponsor, JRE Tobacco. You've got Plenty a of ton Aladino. of Aladino, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. the Broccoli Rob influence, isn't it? We got broccoli hooked know. on that in St. Louis. Well, well, Trey came up and, oh, and saw oh, us. Trey, oh. we, all right, so we had two chairs in here and the humidor, and that was it. And me and Trey sat in here, mm-hmm. lit up some cigars, and just talked all Aladino, basically. Wow. Yep. Trey's a great dude. He is a great dude. Yeah, he, he is. is. Hilarious. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it was a good good time having him actually come up and bring us some cigars. Well, there um, you go. Hey, Husto, so. Trey's earning his money. That's right. He, he is. <laughs> he is. Give that boy a bonus. Husto's been here, too. 
Wait, who still was here and we weren't? I'm Come sorry. on. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it, you would think Husto would share his travel calendar with us. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was technically pre-sponsorship. Oh, fair enough. But fair still, enough. still. But still. from now on. So in terms of the humidor, mm-hmm. Jeff's right. You guys are, you have a packed humidor. But having been to, and I'm, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean any disrespect to any other shops in and around the area. Having been to other shops in the Indianapolis area in prior visits and everything else, mm-hmm. you guys seem to have a much more diverse and more um, maybe uh, boutique boutique yeah, kind correct. of selection yeah. than a lot of the others. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about the mindset of, of what went into the humidor? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, when we first started, we kind of wanted to do more of a you know, 60-40 uh, split kind of sixty percent more towards the heritage brands, and then forty percent more towards boutique, and it's kind of gone the other way around now. Yeah, um, and we are actually completely okay with that because everybody has that has come in has said, "I want to try something new. I want to try something different." Yes, and and we, that is and really we hot. Have that. Oh yeah. God, Nick just tried his liquor again. Oh God, you didn't take it all. Oh, I'm not come taking on. all that. Uh huh. That's what she said. <laughs> so that's what she said. Exactly. No, I'll tell you, that the mix that you've got in there right now is phenomenal. And, I mean, I was able, and I've got my pack here of cigars. Yeah, I'm going to be shopping before I leave here. The, uh, you know, I was able to buy a lot of stuff that I'm not used to getting yeah. back in St. Louis. Yeah. And it, plus, there was a lot of familiarity in there, too. We, again, with the Aladinos, with the Martinez. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got the 601s, and yeah. you've got a great selection of those. I mean, that humidor is impressive. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and a lot of that, you know, me and Rob, I'm saying, hey, I had this person reach out to me. Rob's saying, this is crazy. I had these people reach out to me. Yeah. And we get samples from them. We try them. And, I mean, like the Rojas that we just got in, um, they sent us a phenomenal selection of samples. I think I had one of those earlier. That was we? what, the, 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 the blue, blue bonnet? bonnet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we Lancera. tried that earlier. Earlier, good, it was good. Good cigars. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean... These companies are reaching out to us. We're reaching out to them. Rob's doing a great job at making good connections with some of these other companies and smaller brands. And there's a lot of similarities to some of the heritage brands. You know, somebody wants a Padron 64. Yeah. We can point them at the 1502XO. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's super medium-bodied, super smooth. It's got the 18-year-old uh, aged tobacco. Um, great cigar. So people enjoy that. Speaking of the 1502 so, again, we're smoking, what, the Blue Sapphire? Blue Sapphire. Yeah, two-piece. Okay, I'm getting a distinct flavor. and I'm getting pizza right now. No, I'm actually but. picking up what Rob was putting down on the cigar earlier. Okay. Blueberries. Really? Yes. It is. I'm distinctly tasting blueberries as that fruit that we got on the cold draw. <laughs> Retro hail Retro. is, uh, it's got some power to it. Are you tasting it? A little bit. Am I putting it in your head or is it there? I'm going to say you're putting it in my head because I am still tasting after, pizza. After you blow the smoke out. Well, and you just That's had true. the alcohol, too. Exactly. So that may that have should cleanse you. his palate. You, you would, would think. think. Goodness. <laughs> or put it down one or the other. Well, I was going to say. I might so yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's when you exhale that smoke, the flavor that's left on the tongue is a distinct blueberry. I will say, the liquor to the, to the, to the liquor... The liquor is incredibly smooth. It goes down very, very mm-hmm. easy. It just has that, it's got that liquor burn to it. it. And I would say it sits there for a while and you feel warm. 
Very, very warm. (laughs) Your cheeks are rosy. I'm sure they are. (laughs) I'm going to be stumbling and bumbling by the end of this. Wait a minute. By the end, I've been stumbling the whole damn time. So, oh, my. So, So, I want to ask a couple questions. Okay, feel free. So, you've got the humidor, and again, incredible. But you also have the bar here. Correct. And... Do you feel that the the cigars in the bar together are a bigger draw? Do you have people that just come in to drink and not smoke? I mean, how, how is that balance going for your clientele? Uh, so when we were first talking about the bar, we didn't think we would have actual liquor. So that was kind of a turn down for me. I mean, a lot of people like pairing their cigars with yeah, liquor, yes. uh, bourbons and whiskeys and such. Um, and I had a few customers actually tell us that they wouldn't be back or come at all until we had alcohol. Wow. Okay. Threw me for a loop. I was like, all right. I mean, so that's kind of direct. It was. So it gave me more drive to get the bar going. Yeah, Yeah. I would think so. Um, Yeah. And having it now has been a huge help because we've had those people call back, say, you guys have alcohol yet? And I've said, absolutely. Yeah. So we get new customers coming in, love the place, and they've been return customers. Good. So I, I think having it here has been a huge help for us. Um, and I mean, with the t- tobacco taxes that are you know almost nationwide, yeah. it's kind of difficult just doing it on cigars alone. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I mean, in Illinois, you have to. It's correct. illegal in Illinois to have uh, both indoor smoking and alcohol sales. Yeah, at the which same is place. insane to me. Uh, they just don't want it. So yeah. you know, it is yeah. what it is. One of the things they're to- cool with smoking pot though yeah, all exactly. day long. <laughs> so yeah. to your point about returning customers and everything else. That's one of the things that I've noticed uh, just in the afternoon sitting here is that in six months, you guys have obviously cultivated up a nice core group of regulars. Oh, yeah. More than a handful. Um, All great guys, great people, and gals. Um, That's the other thing I wanted to point out. There has been a number of females walking through here. Not that that's like supposed to be something that's like, you know, weird or anything like that, but let's be real in the cigar world. You know, it's about it, an eighty twenty split. It is. I mean, yeah. you know, just it is. And not all of them smoke cigars. No, which is okay. Yep. They'll have a few drinks while their husband has a cigar and a yeah. few drinks. And uh, I've actually had quite a few. And I try think some cigars. That's where the bar, I think, helps you out with yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, the atmosphere too. It's not a. It's not a. You walk in and it's not like a man's club. You know, you don't walk in and feel like you're invading. Like it's got a cheers feel to it. It really kind, does. Yeah. It. It's not. It's not. It's welcoming. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's not, very it's welcoming. It's not like you're exclusive. You're bringing everybody in. Everybody that, is, that has walked through that door, I've seen someone here greet them, bring them in, walk them into the humidor. If they had any questions, you guys were all over the customer Absolutely. service, and it's been impressive. And what? And to and like I was saying with the with the ladies, it's it's you guys have kind of become a bit of a date destination. It seems, you know. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Come, they come in. They have a couple drinks. You know, maybe one or both of them have a cigar, and then they head out and maybe go find dinner or something like that. But that's what's cool is you guys are doing, you know, you're offering that cigar lounge um, you, um, experience for the cigar smokers, but then you're also offering a date destination for couples that, you know, want somewhere to go and hang out. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm, no, I, some of the stuff you guys are saying, it's a lot of the stuff that we're aiming for. So it's, well, it's good to hear. You're hitting the mark on it. I you appreciate really are. it. We actually had a uh, a gentleman in here uh, who's going to be working up at a new place that's kind of getting into a new cigar uh, 
venture for the company. Uh, his name's Julio, and he actually came in and loved the place. And one of his stature, and you know the kind of the way he is, he's a great guy, um, and he does a lot of good things for the companies that he works for. And hearing him say some of the things that he said as well kind of had an impact. Yeah. Um, and he, he really liked the way that it was kind of like a grassroots feel cigar lounge. Um, you know, a lot with the way with the brick and everything. And and uh, I just, I just, it's really awesome hearing people say things like that. So. Oh. so we've talked a lot about, you know, kind of what it is. But obviously that's taken some work and some effort. There's got to have been some setbacks. So maybe what have been some of the challenges that you've experienced in the six months that you've been, well, and the lead up to the opening, you know, what have, what have been some of the challenges that you guys have experienced? Well, obviously the liquor license, we just, we've only had that going for a month now. Yeah. Um, so five months without that, um, you know, it was, was that a COVID slowdown or what was the hurdle you had to jump there? I'd say a mix of multiple things. I mean that, yeah, you, everybody can blame things on that. Um, that had a small amount to do with it. Um, but a lot of the other things was dealing with uh, the the city and the state having to go through the licensing and everything like that. Um, and then since we have to offer food, um, we had to go through a health class uh, and safety class for food service. Um, so you got your food handler's license, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, things like that, licenses. Um, and we're actually fall inside of this Greenwood Riverfront District. Okay. And that is actually what allowed us to get our liquor part of the license. If it wasn't for this districting, districting that we are a part of, we wouldn't be able to get liquor. We would only been beer and wine. Oh, really? So, okay. okay. Huge help. So I didn't know that to begin with. Somebody mentioned it to me. He's like, you should look into this. And so then that was a small setback because I was already working on the beer and wine. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, now I have to restart this whole process and go back and look at this get this permit once i get that permit now i can apply for the actual three-way through the state okay so interesting yeah and that's that's not something i could imagine anybody thinking about when they first opened correct yeah and i'll say this you know it's probably the best that you did that because everybody's interested in the three-way He's always got to make it blue. <laughs> I apologize, Reed. No, it's okay. No, uh, Marine Corps. It, it's. I mean, oh folks, come on, people Jeff. joke about stuff all the time. I'm Dur- shocked that I took the low hanging fruit folks, on that one and that you did. Direct your correspondence to <laughs> Nick at cigarpulpit.com. <laughs> yeah, I try to keep Absolutely. it clean for the kids. Bullshit. <laughs> Cigars are 21 and over. If you're listening and you're under that age, <laughs> grow a pair. <laughs> well, would, no. I don't know. What, I don't know what they can do to I help that. I would say turn it off if you're <laughs> under twenty one. Turn it off. Twenty one and older. Away when you 21. become of age, you can re-listen to uh, all the other podcasts. This is why I shouldn't drink on the podcast, yes. Jeff. <laughs> this is why. Yes, I'm absolutely. supposed to be the straight guy here. Yeah, it ain't working out that way Not tonight. Tonight, no. Oh. He doesn't get a group. I can't even say it. I've had some of it already. <laughs> broccoli. Broccoli's trying to get me to drink more. Yeah, he's had a he's, finger. He's he's got a little bit left. Oh Lord! Oh my my! Now I'll tell you, you got and you mentioned that you do you sell food here or is it? You mentioned the food handler's license. I would say yes. Okay, for all legalities. Yes. Now <laughs> that being said, the other thing, and and I, I'm assuming you're cool with this, and if not, tell me, and we'll cut this out. But there are a myriad of restaurants yes. within walking distance or a mile or two here. And we tried a place. What, what's the name of it? Ale Emporium. Ale Emporium. Yeah. Guys, if you're here, 
get food from Hill Emporium. Phenomenal. Oh, my God. Their we, wings are great. We have wings great. and pizza. You do yep. Unlike Nick and I, you do not need two 16-inch pizzas with four <laughs> orders of wings. We somewhat well, overbought. Somewhat? A lot overbought. A lot overbought. Yeah, like double or more overbought. Everybody else in the lounge was okay with that because you offered it out. So well, it yeah, right. I mean, we had plenty And there's plenty more for everybody if you want some. That, that was essentially our loaves and fishes. <laughs> yeah. So Now, there's a, there's a great amount of places around here. Like you're saying, El Emporium's a great one. Um, You've got uh, Giacomo's up Giacomo's the road right here. right down yep. the street. Uh, another local business. We have the Reverie, which that's is another the one, local that's business. That's the one like two right doors on down, corner, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, great food, great alcohol selection. Uh, they actually have a new bar rev out back. Um, so once the weather gets nice, the, people the can tent go out and back. Stuff? Yeah. Yes, yep. I saw that. Uh, we got Hoosier Brewery, which they have axe-throwing lanes. Nice. Now we're talking. Yeah. We'll get Nick over there tonight after he's so, good liquor. Probably up. not a good idea. <laughs> There's a, a brewery going in right next door to us. Really? So that that's coming soon. This is kind Ooh. of, a, like you said, it, this is a destination place. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. It's a little up-and-coming area. Yeah. They're that. doing a lot. The city's doing a lot. Um, so we're excited. Cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, what's everybody getting on their cigars? Are we okay. still getting blueberry? I, I got blueberry. I don't know if anybody else has. I'm liking this cigar. Like distinct blueberry. Look at my ash. I'm so far ahead of you on this. Or have you ashed no, already? No, I ashed already. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm stacking dimes over here. You are. I didn't know how, how tight the ash would be. By the way, so I want to mention Lisa. Lisa, Mrs. Oh, yeah. Broccoli, oh, yeah. earlier today was smoking an Aladino Cameroon out of the humidor here. Yeah, she always does good. this, too. And <laughs> you had a good five-inch ash going on that thing. It was impressive. Oh, yeah. Right up until it fell in her lap. Every but, time. Yeah. But it was... Yeah. But, yeah, but God love Rob. He, he stepped right up with the uh, brew and pan and cleaned that up. Well, so Rob's working. He's it's impressive, buddy. I, I was impressed by that. <laughs> Rob's working. He's got to step up. I think, I think at this point I'm going to duck out for a second, and I'm going to let Rob come on and talk to you guys as well. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, we came here to see Broccoli. FinalThirdCigars.com, baby. Right. Cigar. Right. Cigar. 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 Got him so bad. See, you got it wrong. <laughs> okay, uh, hold yeah. on. Hold on. I'm going to redo that. Okay. No, you're not. Yeah. No, Final you're not. Cigar. Nah. Dot com. Dot com. There you yeah. go. Singular. You can say it. You know, and it's funny. When I started saying it right, Nick started saying it wrong. No. We could never right. get it right at the same time. We just time. can't coordinate. So, <laughs> so yeah. Do you mind? I'm going to hand over the headset. I don't, I don't care. To Brock and let him come on. And you're kind of doing a little bit better job hosting, quite frankly. I want to sit back and watch you. Alcohol is hitting me much harder than I thought. (laughs) Like, I'm sitting here stumbling through words. Guys, hang tight. I'm going to turn my headset over to Brock. You may want to disinfect that first, Brock. Oh, my God. (laughs) You don't know where that microphone's been. Uh, I've seen it. It's not good. Oh. (laughs) So what's going on, buddy? Not a lot. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Been a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, hey, it, this is your show. <laughs> I'm getting, you want me to start leading? <laughs> no. Come on. Here, Jeff. Here, here. Uh, you know what? <laughs> We're having a small transition of headsets. Okay, yeah. so I guess, I, I guess I'm back, folks. Yeah, you get yeah. short-lived. Nick, Nick, you get, is, Nick is getting googly-eyed over here. Well, you give the bishop a little moonshine, and you just can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, and he still gonna, has quite a few left. Can you imagine the night terrors this is going to cause tonight? And we still have more left right here, bud. Oh. It's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> so, so, Brock. Yes. Um, who had the idea here for the lunch? Reed, did you start with the idea? Correct. Okay. Yeah. 
So when did you come in, and what was your involvement in getting things up and running? Well, actually, um, Reed and I met down at Cedar Creek, um, Cedar Creek Winery, Brewery, and Distillery. They also have cigars. I've heard great things about that you guys brewery had Josh and distillery, on, right? too. Did you guys have Josh on? Yeah, yeah Josh yeah. on from I've Cedar heard Creek. great things about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, great location. Yeah, so he actually introduced us because, you know, I was looking at opening up something up in our town of Pendleton, and uh, Reed and I realized we had the same vision and passion for this industry, and we decided just to take forces together and, and make it happen. That's awesome. Do me a favor. Pull your mic up a little closer. Sorry. I think the beard's... You, the beard. By the way, that's an impressive beard, but impressive. I think it's it's muffling a little. There you go. Better? Oh, much. Okay. Okay. So, so you guys came together, had the same vision. Then how were you able to put the vision that you had in your head into the brick-and-mortar shop that we see here before us? Well, for me, it was more, you know, I wanted to develop the culture. I wanted to develop a culture of what we have here. Very inclusive cigar lounge. Everybody feels welcome. Um, anybody can come in here, have a drink, have a cigar, sit down, have a great conversation. And uh, that was really my driving force was just to bring people together over something we love. So that was really the, the biggest thing for me was just to be able to offer this in an environment that I love and hopefully other people will as well. Well, and that's the thing that the bishop and I talk about a lot as he just sits there and smiles at us now. Uh, but one of the things that we talk about a lot is how cigars really are the great equalizer. Yeah. So you can have somebody walk in the door that maybe works for the fire department or is a lawyer or a judge or somebody that works for the sanitation department. And everybody that comes in here is on the same oh, level. Yeah. Everybody is coming in and just enjoying, you know, the cigar. Exactly. Yep. I feel like some of the conversations we've had with some of our customers have been all over the board. Um, and it's, it's really been that way. I mean, we have firefighters come in here all the time. Uh, we have a prosecutor from Johnson County that comes in. Uh, all great people. Yeah. So, and one of the main things that we both uh, had in common with this was a lot of the cigar lounges in the area if you go to um, are kind of higher class, especially the ones more downtown. Um, I wouldn't even say higher class. I would say more, not even inclu- more exclusive, Correct. but not in a good way. Like they're, you, you feel intimidated when you walk in because yeah. I've, I've been to those lounges that we're talking yeah. about here. Great nothing, lounges too. They can be. Nothing against, nothing against them. them. But it's not my it's not my scene. Yes, and you know, I, it's not I've, my atmosphere. I've encouraged people. Uh, I know Rob has as well. You want to go check out those lounges? Please do. Yeah, go check them out. Uh, they have stuff to offer that we don't. We have stuff to offer that they don't. Yep. So I, I encourage people to go to some of those, and uh, people even ask, you know, what other lounges around. I'll recommend some of them to them. Yep. Um, so I mean, there's some great some great places around too. Well, and that's one of the good things about the cigar industry, you know, and and what Nick said earlier about. Uh, you know, Dan from Riverman telling us to tell you guys hi and, you know, give you his warmest regards. That's the, that's the God's honest truth. He is so happy that another lounge is open and prospering somewhere. And, you know, granted, you guys don't compete, but there's no level, you know, of, of any kind of, oh, I, I don't know what the, what's that? Brotherhood. Yeah, it, it brings yeah. a level of brotherhood, yeah. you know, with all of us when it comes down to the cigar. And that's wonderful to see. Well, and this industry small enough where, there, you shouldn't be trying to compete with each other. You know, uh, I think rising tides raise all ships. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you actually support one another, then you bring more people into this. You know, you philosophical know, this area we with love. it. I'm telling I know, you, right? I like it. That's the bourbon, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's try the, you should try the shine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. 
So now you were able to help bring in um, obviously the Aladino. Yep. You know, which again, shout out to Jerry Tobacco for sponsoring yep. the studio here for the cigar pulpit, and. You've got a really good selection of those in there. Again, you've got the 601s, which I really like. Um, you've got the Martinez cigars. What are the other brands that, that are in the humidor that, that you really want to highlight? Yeah, I mean, we we really pride ourselves on being kind of the boutique place to come in, in our area. You know, a lot of cigar shops tend to have more of the heritage brands, some of the bigger stuff you see in all the cigar shops. At least probably, gosh, at this point, almost 75% of our humidor is mm-hmm. going to be smaller brands you can't get everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have an extensive line of Espinosa cigars, which that's the 601 is an Espinosa. Yep. Um, those are fantastic cigars. We've got the Amendolas. We've got the Cedar Creeks. You know, we've got the Martinez line, obviously. We've got Blackbird. Uh, 1502 has been one that's been on my radar. That's what you guys are smoking right now. Um, great cigars too. There's just so many of them out there that you just can't get most places that we think are making some of the best stuff out there right now. Oh, absolutely. Now I, I'm going to throw you a curveball here, yeah. and I'm actually going to aim this over at Reed. So Reed, you made some really cool lamps. Appreciate it. And I see one over here. Oh yeah. You know, with the Blackbird line. So how did you make those? Because that was one of the first things I keyed in on when I came into the shop. I'm like, really? Who made those? Like, where did I, I said, where did you get those? And they said, Reed made them. Yeah. Uh, no, I got the Espinosa one over there. Yep. Um, I got the Blackbird one over there. I'm going to try and get some other companies and make some other lamps as well. Um, honestly, you go to Home Depot and get the, the lamp kit. And uh, I drilled some holes in some boxes and glued I- them and screwed them. and. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you come in. I know. Yeah. It. Sorry, <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick lit up there. So yeah, and I'll tell you, it it looks it looks like you bought them. It looks yeah. like you know they were made for the lounge, not something that you made. I'm gonna have to go home because I've got a ton, a ton of cigar yeah. boxes, yeah. Yeah. which anybody that smokes does. And yeah, but they're holding up his ex-wife's bed. They are. <laughs> they were. Were. Yeah, we got buckets now. Oh God! Oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, that that being said, so um, the you know when I look at that over there, it looks like something that was purchased for the shop, not something that you made. Appreciate and I can't that. wait to go home and try that. Yeah, absolutely. I I'm mean, probably going to burn the house down because I have no ele- electrical <laughs> skills whatsoever. It, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, it, it has instructions for people like that. Okay, good because I know. need instructions. So luckily, uh, I have an electrician in the family. I think can help me out with yeah. that. So. I mean, most lamps are pretty expensive. Obviously, the boxes we already had. Um, I got the lampshade for fifteen bucks and the little lamp kit for fourteen bucks. So wow! I'm yeah, not much. You you could put those online and sell those, and people would buy them. That is something yeah. that anybody with their man cave would want to have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jonas from Blackbird actually reached out after I posted a picture. He's like, "Hey, let me can I can I take that picture and put it on the page?" I'm like, "Absolutely, absolutely." And uh, yeah, lots of people are like, "Where can I get that lamp?" Now I so. look around the lounge, and you guys have got some really neat stuff that you're hanging on the walls. And Rob, I'm going to throw this out to you. You've got a uh, little little tribute here to your dad over there. Do, yeah. you, do you mind telling everybody about that? No, no problem at all. Uh, my dad was a firefighter um, up in a little small um, volunteer fire department up where we lived in northern Madison County. And um, they gave him the, the, back, the patch on the back of his um, uniform when he, um, when he died. And um, we've had that at the house. I thought this would be a perfect place to kind of showcase that and the little picture that I bought him when, he, when I was quite a bit younger, too. And just kind of have it up there to kind of dedicate the space to him. And, and we have, like I said, we have a lot of firefighters that come in here. Um, we're going to have a, a wall set up here for, you know, veterans and also um, firefighters and stuff like that. Because this is, 
this is their place. So this is a place we want to really showcase that. And I was I was actually talking to your lovely wife, Lisa, about that earlier, and she was filling me in. And that was something I definitely wanted to bring up. There, there's such a family feel, a family atmosphere to what you guys have done here. And again, you know, you've, you've made some of the things that are in the lounge. You've got a tribute up to your dad there. Where, let me ask you this. You've got the uh, show box over here with the smoke pin on it with the uh, bands and things in there. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. You've also got the uh, barrel top up here with the smoke pit logo. Yeah. Where, where did you get those made, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Uh, the actual the, the shadow box that has all the bands in it was actually donated to us from one of our customers. Really cool. He does woodworking. Uh, brought it in one night and was like, hey, yeah, this is awesome. I'm glad you guys are here. I wanted to give this to you. Wow. So... We did our part and filled it with bands. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, that part was easy. Um, and then the, the lid up there actually came from uh, my mother-in-law as a gift as well. Really? So, yeah. It's, I well, mean, we've had a lot of stuff that's actually just kind of been given to us. And, I mean, yeah, we're, we're proud to display that stuff. So, By the way, Nick just finished his <laughs> liquor. Did you just down that whole thing? Uh, kind of, kind <laughs> of like a retrohale, didn't it? It really there? did. <laughs> there was no smoke coming out of his ears this time, but, yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. I, I like seeing Nick. It's going to get a lot more interesting. Yes. Might need to pour him another one here in a second. Wait. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to get him back on the mic soon. Yes. But, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I... The guy I, that made the um, the shadow boxes, he, like I said, he's a regular here. And um, we that was one that you guys saw when I posted a review on it. And he has gotten just a boat, boatload of orders now from people that, that have seen it and have come in here and seen it. And he's just he's making them hand over fist now. I'm just a ton of them. That's awesome. So it's it's really cool. A nice little business for him. He's also a, lo- a policeman. He's a local police officer. Yeah. So, oh, cool. You know, that's just a side gig for him. He loves woodworking. So that's one of the things he's making a lot of now. Well, I'm not going to lie, and which people joke about, you know, the, that little catchphrase that I use or crutch or whatever you want to call it. But I'd love to get one of those made with our logo on it. They do it. For the he cigar pulpit. Yep. So you'll have to put me in touch with them. I think that would be a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'd ask Nick if he wants one now, but he doesn't even know where he is. Something you can do with all those bands you've been saving exactly. for your Exactly. <laughs> it's a new way to use the bands. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Um, okay. So we talked with, with uh, Reed about some of the hurdles that you guys went through. And you, you got to hear some of that. I know you were still working at the time. But what, what are some of the hurdles that, that you encountered or things that you would have done differently now that the lounge is up and, and, and at full speed and running? Yeah, I mean, really a lot of the stuff was just trying to get it going. You know, we, we wanted to open up to have a place for people to start coming, especially, you know, we're, you know, at that time when we started, we were six months into COVID. You know, it's <laughs> like people, and honestly, cigar people aren't really too concerned about, you know, coming into a cigar lounge. So it's one of those things where we wanted to have, go ahead and open it up for cigars allow people to come in and smoke um so that was the big thing get it opened up and then you know getting everything ready get the get everything all the checklist of the health department done so that we could actually serve liquor you know the, the liquor license came fairly quick it was getting everything in health code compliance and make sure that we were all good to go build the bar all that stuff out and then once all that got done we were able to start getting it in here and it's been going well so read back to you yep with with opening a business during COVID, I know how hard it was for me running a business during COVID. Um, did that give you a lot of extra challenges or did it maybe buy you extra time to get things in line before, you know, it was almost like a, a six-month soft opening? I, yeah, oh, absolutely. I think both, honestly. Um, like you said, we had hurdles and uh, people said that we were crazy for trying to do this when we first opened. But... Uh, 
we have a lot of return customers and those people are what have been keeping us going and uh kind of at the same time having those hurdles and having those you know that almost a wall in front of you kind of gives you more of a drive Mm -hmm. to keep pushing and uh have something here for people to enjoy and and i would imagine with your background with the military and, and with firefighting as well that having those kind of obstacles, it gives you more of a motivation to, you know, adapt and overcome. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Marine Corps motto is one of them. Uh, we do that quite a bit, um, adapt and overcome. And we've, I mean, even six months into it, we still have to do it. There's days, I mean, I hate running out of a certain cigar. We get something in. We got the Emerald in from 1502 and sold out in, you know, a day. That's um, phenomenal. And we're like, crap. I didn't think those were going to go that quick. Yeah. Um, so we reached out to them and get more on order. That has to be hard as a shop owner to judge for on a day-to-day, week-to-week, week week or month-to-month basis what's going to sell, how quick it's going to sell. Because you never know if somebody's going to come in and buy two cigars or come in and buy a box, a box. of cigars. Absolutely. And that's exactly. especially with new cigars. Yeah. You know, and a brand that they've never heard of. Um, and somebody comes in and says, that was phenomenal. I want the whole box. So it's, it's been interesting for sure. Definitely trying to gauge that. Like you were saying, try and figure out what people want. Yeah. And I was just saying, given the size of the humidor, you don't have excess audio. Nick is over here trying to convey a question to me, and I think I've figured it out. So given the size of the humidor, and, and there's nothing wrong with the humidor because it's beautiful, but you don't have the space to stock boxes and boxes and boxes of every cigar that you get. Correct. So that, yeah, things have to continuously move. Yeah. Um, and when we sell a box like that... I'm not going to tell people no. Um, you want a box of these? I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Um, and as well, you should. Yeah. Absolutely. And we just t- we have to tell those people it's on its way. Yep. The next one's on its way, which kind of gives people a chance to kind of make them have to come back. Yeah. And or try other or things. And try other things. And a lot of people do. Yeah. And Rob and I both, um, we kind of can tell people you like that one, try this one. Yeah. Or this one, or that one, and uh, they try it. They love it. They buy a handful of those. I know Rob was walking me through the humidor earlier today, and that was one of the things that really impressed me. And I know Broccoli knows his scars, you know, from doing the reviews on our show and everything, the final third Friday. Um, But when when he's in there, he directed me to probably five different cigars that I purchased that I've never heard of before, but he knows my palate and knew what to point me at. Absolutely. And and there were a couple of cigars he said, you're not going to like that. Don't get that. Because he knows that, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a bold cigar smoker. And I may have picked it up, and he's no, 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 that's not you. And, you know, that's the thing. He knows the people that are coming in. He does. And if he gets to know them and know their palate, he's going to really be able to help direct them to where they yeah. need to go. Yeah, exactly. and if they've been here two times or 20 times, Rob and I both, I mean, get up and go in there with them. Yep. Is there anything you want to try? To, I mean, what, what, what's on your mind? What do you feel like smoking today? Do you want to try something different? Do you want us to point you to something that's similar to what you had? So, well, and even again, we're smoking the uh, 1502. It's the Blue Sapphire. Blue Sapphire. And when we first got this out, Rob even said, hey, Jeff, I don't know if this is going to be a cigar for you. And I said, no, 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 I want to try this. And I'm glad I did. This is not a full-bodied cigar. No, no it's not more at medium. All. Yeah. It's more medium. Yeah, and it's, I've, I'm really enjoying it. Now, granted, it's my third cigar of the day. So if I had smoked it, you know, for breakfast, I might not feel the same way. But this is a really good cigar with really good flavor notes. Good. Now I know you said you earlier you were picking up on the blueberry on this. Are you getting is 
Is that something that kind of shocked you, or did you know that was there? Did you I heard didn't that? know it was there, no. No, actually about halfway through is when I picked it up, and it kind of stayed all the way through yeah. the end for me. And it, it was kind of a different flavor I normally get. I love blueberries, so that was one of the things. That, that's why it popped. Um, but it just stayed there, and it, it wasn't like a sweet blueberry. It was almost like a dry fruit blueberry, yeah. almost like a dried blueberry. Yep. And uh, it was it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. it but, yeah, so that's one of the things when, when people are sitting down and smoking cigars. It, I noticed here in the shop, you know, you talking with them, you talking about the flavor notes they were getting and whatnot. And I think that's just phenomenal that you guys are able to do that and know your product as well as you do in the short time you've been open. Oh, absolutely. Well, with, we kind of have to with a lot of – because we have a lot of brands that people don't know about, like you said. Um, you know, people are going to come in here and they're going to be able to pick out maybe 10, 15 different brands that they've never seen, you know, to be able to help them find something that's in their wheelhouse that's going to be from a different brand. That way they get to try something new. You know, that's that's nice too because we're always trying to bring in something something else. And as we do, then that gives people an opportunity to try some different stuff. Well, I'll tell you, just from looking at that humidor read, there's something in there for everybody. Absolutely. No, Nobody is going to come in this shop and not find a cigar that's in their wheelhouse that they want to smoke. Yeah, and, I mean, we have people that uh – are huge acid smokers. Yep. And, I mean, we almost all know how we feel about those. Most hey, you know what? When If you like them, you like them. Yep. We didn't want to carry them at first, but people like them. Yeah, it, they sell. I, I hate to say this, but acid's one of those brands that you almost have to have. Correct. Oh, yeah. At least, maybe not every selection they have, but you yes. have to have some because there are people, that is their yep. cigar. Yeah. And then you got the, uh, you know, the Fat Bottom Bettys and the Sweet Janes. Uh, people love those. Do you guys have the Leather Rose? Oh, my gosh. Let me we tell did. you a story about that. Okay. Because that, that is my ex-wife's favorite cigar. I've bought her now three boxes of those. Okay. And she loves the Leather Rose. A lot of the distributors that we go through, it's almost impossible to get them. When I we know. Get, when we get them, we can get a box. Mm-hmm. We had a box come in. <laughs> I shared it out on our social media. Rob shared it out on social media. It was gone a couple hours. Wow. Insane. Um, that, is a, that is a good cigar. If you like so, an yeah. infused cigar, that is an incredible yeah. smoke. Yeah. So, and another thing is with having those and people wanting to try different things, we can get them to other cigars that aren't infused but still have somewhat of a sweetness. Yep. Uh, like the, the diesels, the sherry cask, or the whiskey Oh, yeah. Rub. Absolutely. I think you guys did a real... Uh, a podcast with that yep. one on there. Um, and so we're able to point people at things and kind of let them branch out and be like, you don't have to continuously smoke the infusions. Yep. Try this one. It's, it has some sweet notes in it. You know, try the Blackbird Unkind. It has a lot of dried fruit notes in yep. it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's nice having things like that and having a good variety so we can try and direct people towards a different route and kind of get them out of some of those infused cigars and let them branch out. Yep. So I'll, I'll pose this to both of you. Um, as, as the shop grows, like there were points tonight when, you know, you were pretty full in the shop here. It, you know, do you have any future plans about any kind of growth expansion? Are those things even in your head or are you just set, you're, are you just working right now on where you're at? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have things in mind. Uh, I don't know if they're, if they're plausible or not. Uh, there's, there's things that we want to do, you know, places we want to try and get. Um, I mean, I don't think our landlord listens to this, but we would like no. to eventually get the upstairs here. I was going to say the sky's the limit, man. Try and yeah. get the yeah. building yep. uh, would be phenomenal because, I mean, having another more space this size upstairs, it would be awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of have like the, that members only section up there or something similar to that and having a couple private rooms maybe for events. 
Um, you know, it's funny you say that. Um, I was in Paducah, Kentucky a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. ran across just a gym of a little cigar store that I did not know was there. It's a, it also a cigar bar with the, you know, got a nice humidor in it, um, and it's called uh, The Old Fashioned. Nope. It's down on the riverfront in Paducah. I don't know if you guys ever go to Paducah, Kentucky, but if you do, it's, you know, check it out. But they actually have the second story, and that's their members-only lounge. Very cool. So, yeah, it, it, if you get a chance to look at it, I think you'd, you'd get a lot of ideas from them on what oh, they're yeah. doing there. Because your shop and their shop have a very similar feel okay. to me. Okay. Well, Reed and I also have a dream that once we uh, get the upstairs, which I think we're going to try really hard to get oh, the yeah. upstairs, we'd love to put a rooftop lounge here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that may be a couple years down the road, but if we could get that, that's going to be something unlike anything else around yes. this region. Because it's not peaked. It's a flat roof up there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that'd be, you build a platform on top of that, railings and such, and yeah, I think it'd be a pretty sweet space. Yep. And downtown Greenwood is, is really starting to pop with a lot of new restaurants, new bars, um, another brewery going in next door to us. Yep. They have a, a brand new park they built right behind the building back here. So there's a lot of good things going on around here, and to have something like that to overlook it all would be beautiful. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, if you guys don't mind, um, we're going to jump in and do our, uh, our normal... Tuesday segment, hmm. Ask the Boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner! You got a question. You ask the Apo. Come on, sucker. Let's get it Let's on. Let's get it on. So our 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 man Nick is back on with I'm us. back. I'm back. This will be great. I'm back. I know, right? So uh, I'm glad uh, I stayed. Broccoli has gone back <laughs> to uh, tend the lounge, and uh, we are going to do Ask the Boys now with our man Reed. So, guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys, so give us a call via the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000, and uh, just ask us about anything, cigars, life, whatever. doesn't matter. We're, we're here for you. We're here. We'll, we'll give you all advice about everything. Because, you know, our our advice is valuable. I was going to say, how good is that advice? It's valuable. Oh, it sucks. Valuable. It sucks so bad. There well, was two different options. You know what? Here's the thing. You can either look at it as something to do yeah. or something definitely not to do. It's a take it or leave it. It yes. really is. Yeah. So There's not much gray area with our answers. No. I like it. Not typically. So why don't we go ahead and hear. Nick's such a happy drug. Here's the first question. <laughs> What's up, fellas? It's Alan from South Carolina. So I kind of got a two-part question for you. What would be the most you've ever spent on a cigar, and what would be the hardest you've ever searched to find a particular rare cigar? Also, just want to say shout-out to Gator, putting on for the uncircumcised people. Flaps up, <laughs> baby. Holy shit. That's phenomenal. <laughs> um, Flaps up. Flaps <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Who wants to go first? That was exciting. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. I'll go. Okay. Most expensive cigar I ever bought was actually at a lounge in Florida that we are begging, desperately begging to get on the show, and they just won't call us back. I mean, if they've listened, I guess I understand why. But I, I dropped $35 a piece on two of their house blends. Yeah. It's a Davidoff cigar. And I desperately want to smoke that cigar on the show and have somebody from the uh, lounge on there with us. And they just they, they won't call us it's back. It's just not a sure thing that they're going to call you back, Jeff. You would have sh- no. thought it would have been a sure thing. I would have thought it would have been a sure thing. I always no. feel like the how much you spent on a cigar 
is a two-part question itself. Because yes. was it worth it? I don't know yet because we haven't smoked it. But that's the most well, expensive cigar I've ever bought. Okay. Was a house blend from a cigar store that I'm not going to name. I don't want to call them out. But I really thought it would have been a sure thing to get them on. Not a sure it, thing. Not no. a sure thing. It's not a sure thing, not after sure all. Thing. So go ahead for the second part. So the second part rare. was seeking out a cigar. And the cigar that I sought out was Yagua. Mm-hmm. Because once I tried it, I fell in love with it. If they ever make them again, you got to get them in the store. Okay. They're, and get as many as you can as quick as you can because <laughs> they'll disappear. But the, uh, the Yagua was just a phenomenal cigar. Great, like... Like straw notes, you know. I, I I joked that it took me back to a hayride, yep. like when I was a kid. So just a phenomenal cigar. We did find some of those when we were down in Florida on our trip to Tampa, and we grabbed every one of them that we could. We did, yeah. We did. What's that? <clears throat> well, they sh- uh, broccoli just said they're thinking about making them again. Make them again. Yes, they really should. Yes, J.C. Newman make. The Yagua again. So my most expensive cigar. You know what? We can start what? a campaign. Make Yagua great again. We can get red hats. It'll be great. So my most expensive cigar was one that <laughs> I, I... like how Nick just stared at me when I said that. was one that I accidentally bought. Okay. I was at the Davidoff Lounge in Las Vegas, and I'm walking through their humidor, and, you know... As in all high-end places, nothing is priced. Because if you ask that, have to ask the price, then you probably can't afford it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going through. I'm picking out a few cigars. And I'm, I'm kind of targeting in on ones that I know and kind of know generally what the price is. I assume they're maybe a little higher than normal just because of where I'm at. And I see one, and it's just a basic-looking Davidoff. But the band on it says Las Vegas. And I'm like... Well, by God, I'm going to try this cigar. Win in Vegas. Right? Win in Vegas, mm-hmm. try yep. this cigar. So I try, I get this cigar, and I go to my table, and I light it up. And, you know, I'm, it, it, didn't, it was probably a wonderful cigar. Did nothing for my palate. It was extraordinarily light, very basic, just a simple, you know, light Davidoff cigar. And I'm like, well, okay, that was what it was. And then the bill came. And that was a $50. There you go. Very light. Very basic Davidoff. All for I could have bought a lot of Cataskans with for that 50 a bucks, second, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. right? All for a secondary band that said Las Vegas on it. So, you know, it is what it is. But that was the most expensive one. As for hunting down a cigar, um, probably also the Yagua because... Uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed that cigar. Now, I got really lucky that when I came out to uh, uh, Indy back at Labor Day of last year. Oh, yeah. You know, the trip that you skipped out on. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I hung out with Broccoli. Broccoli and I found a bunch of Yaguas. And so the five that I still have in my humidor, yeah, I, I bought out here. I think we got somebody begging you for one of those, don't we? We have a lot of people begging <laughs> me for those. Oh, Broccoli says he's only down to one, so now he's begging me. So, <laughs> yeah, Nick's, Nick's hoarding the Yaguas. I might have one of the largest stockpiles of Yaguas. I think the, you may have the only stockpile the, of Yaguas. But, uh, yeah, that's probably the one. Now, the other one, I will say, I was really wanting to try the HVC Hotcake. Mm. And, obviously, we smoked that on the previous show, uh, courtesy of the My Monthly Cigars box. But then uh, you guys also carry the HVC Hotcake here at the Smoke Pit. And so... 
Don't think for a moment I won't be walking out of here without a big handful of those whenever it's time I to. I think we uh, got a box. Uh, well, thanks to Hertz Rent-A-Car, I may not be able to quite. <laughs> I may not quite be able to buy a box. We'll, we'll go into that. Oh after, yeah. after ask the we'll boys. We'll get into that. Yeah, but people anyway. need to hear this story. Yeah. I'm so, ready. so Reed, what about you? I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, my most expensive one was out in Vegas. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things you, you go to the Davidoff Lounge. Exactly. You buy the Davidoff, and you're like, oh get that bill and there it is mm-hmm. i think it was the uh the davidoff nicaraguan uh, which is a good cigar very good cigar but it's a 25 dollars cigar yeah what'd you yeah. pay i think it was 35 yeah okay a little higher a little higher yeah so, but it's about a 25 dollars exactly everything well more expensive and, in dude, Vegas. and that davidoff lounge i mean oh, yeah. how can you beat that you're right there on the strip typically it's a gorgeous evening mm-hmm. you know good weather you're sitting outside there's beautiful people, women, everywhere. You're caught up and in the moment. You're caught up in yep, the moment. You are. And you just have to have your your luxuries, your Absolutely. cigars and your drinks. And yeah. you're you're willing to pay whatever yeah. it costs at that moment. Absolutely. And I, I mean I brought my own cigars yeah. for the casinos and everything yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah, being in that moment, having that cigar. Yeah. yeah it, it's worth it. Okay. Reed, let me ask so. you this. What's a cigar that you've Sought out and and either had trouble finding or really had to search for that damn leather rose. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> trust me, I get it. I know. Yeah, uh, I mean, being a retailer, it's it's we. I feel like we search for cigars all the time, um, and I mean, limited wise, being part of the limited cigar association that we are part of. Yeah, a lot of those, some of those limited cigars kind of come to us. Mm-hmm. Which is I picked nice. up one of those. Which one so, did you yeah. have? Uh, which one is it, Brock? Trail, the trail mix. mix. Yeah, the trail yeah. mix. Which is from Curavari, uh, and I love that cigar. I've got it, it here great. in my in my great little pack a of cigars. Pack. Um, so having those those situations where those come to us, it's yeah, kind of nice. That is nice. But on the flip side, once they're gone, they're gone. Okay. So, um, hence the limited exact part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Alan, thank you so much for the call. So, our next question is uh, right here. Hey guys, Shane from Maine here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks, Shane. I'm calling in to ask the boys in regards to my up-and-coming travels to Florida. If my memory serves me correctly from past sermons, there has been conversation about a confiscated jet lighter or issues in that regard. So my question is, when flying with cigar supplies, i.e. cutters and lighters, what have you guys experienced? Maybe you can call in an expert. But with summer fast approaching, I'm sure this question has crossed many people's minds. I'm sure Nick would agree, I don't leave home without my SV cutter. Gator, I don't hold that against you. And, and Thank yet, you in advance for discussing this topic. I look forward to hearing it. And don't forget, when you guys put the Traveling Freak Show back on the road and come up and see two guys, I can show you around and get you some great seafood. And Nick, if you remember correctly... I can even show you that secret little Gaduaje humidor. But mm. let's keep that on our secret. Stay <laughs> safe and stay smoky. I don't know if it's a secret anymore. No. Oh. I think it's out there. It's, it's out there. It's, and and no, let me tell you. I want to I want to just point out, yeah. he left his SV cutter at he home. He left them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. I, and Gator has two of each. Uh, well, he doesn't have the SV. No. Okay. That's just way two too, straight cuts. Let's be real. That's way too expensive for him. He's got two of the, <laughs> I like. I lose cutters yeah. so bad. Yeah. I buy I buy the cheapest cutters I can have, but they're like my catcher in the rye. I buy hundreds of them. So, Nick, when we traveled, I, I'm going to yes. give a piece of advice. You may differ with me on this. Okay. And then Reed can jump in as well. 
So when you're traveling down to Florida, I don't know what part of Florida you're going to, but no matter what, you're in Florida, so it's a good time. Um, I, I don't take a lighter with me. I actually, I, we, we ghosted them all to bring them home, but they've got lighters in Florida. Just buy a lighter down there. You're going to be a lot better off. You know, that's where I was going with it. You can try and risk it. Take one of the you know your cheaper ones, the ten, twelve dollar you know, vertigos. Yeah. Um, if you're going to at least at least you know like drain the butane out of it. Well, yeah. but don't even bring it on on with you. Check it. Check it. Goes it. In yeah. Check back. Yeah. Check no, right there. That's the first key. Yeah. Check the cutter and the lighter. Put it in your check bag. Make sure that it's not in your carry on because that's just going to cause you. You problems. don't want to get on a watch list. No. But if you're going to be smoking a lot down there, buy a ten or twelve dollar. Yeah, inexpensive torch lighter while yeah. you're there, and now, you can always ghost it and put it in your travel. Now and bring I will home say, and try and risk I will it on say, the way back. Devil's advocate to both of you, Jeff. How hard was it for us to find a ten dollar torch lighter when we first got down to Ebor City? It took some work, but they had matches, and I was fine. Yeah, and that's I can th- light a cigar with flint and tinder if I have to. And that's the thing, you know, <laughs> if you're looking for a butane Get light, a bow drill and just go oh, to yeah. town, you know. If you're looking for a butane lighter. You know, they can be kind of difficult to find if you're going to smaller shops. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the ones that you and I visited at first were selling, like, the the more expensive, higher end, you know. Or, um, again, free matches. Exactly. So free matches are your friend in that case. Free matches and cedar spills. If you're, you're just to desperate to bring your lighter along with you, make sure you just ghost it, drain all the butane out of it, and... Then you're finding butane. Throw it yep. in the yeah, but butane you can find. Okay. Because you know, even the the fifty, seventy five dollar lighters, you know, they're all take the butane. They're all yep. taking the butane. Absolutely. So at least butane you should be able to track down. But if you're looking for just a cheap basic lighter, that can actually be in my experience a little more di- I mean, it was what? The second day? Yeah, we it there? was the second day we found Before the lighters. Before we tracked so. down the Well, the and when we, when we took the tour at Newman, they had lighters there. They we did. Got, yeah, they we did. got hooked yes. up with lighters at Newman, so, so we were good to go. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Just if you're desperate, bring your own, but ghost it, and you can get butane. Otherwise, but the one thing I would say, do not bring a full lighter no. on a plane, no. be it check bag or carry on, because that's going to pose problems. And I'll tell you, it. Nick watched me ghost the lighters we got down there yeah. to be able to check and bring back. It took forever. It's a little bit of work to ghost a full lighter. Broccoli said his worked. You got yours through? All the way back. All the way back, back yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. Broccoli saying he got a whole can of butane Nick, and everything through. Nick, I, I Not wouldn't. sure I would recommend that, but hey, you know, I mean, worst that happens is TSA opens your bag, takes it out, and throws a note inside saying, we took your shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I watched Nick actually get a full-body cavity search coming back from Vegas because he tried to bring a sandwich through the, the uh, security. It wasn't quite a full-body cavity <laughs> search. But was it a full sandwich? It was. We went by the Earl of Sandwich, and it was wrapped in like a tinfoil wrapper, okay. and it was on the carry-on bag, and when it went through the uh, metal detector, but that looked interesting. They, they had to look at my sandwich. I had a tremendous amount of contraband that I brought back, and they checked his bag because of a sandwich. Yeah. It was gold. He got through with all of his edibles and everything else, but yet me, my sandwich is the thing that gets stopped. But hey, you know. It's legal Diversion. in Illinois now. So. Diversion. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, and then what happened to the bag after you? Oh, my God. It, so, my sandwich got checked. His bag gets skipped. And then the bag right after him was selected for random TSA pre-check yeah, or, they, or uh, check bag. Again, they stripped that guy down to his skivvies. Yeah. So so you just got extraordinarily lucky. Yeah. Horseshoe up my ass. That's true. 
It's true. At least it wasn't a sandwich. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they well, were, they were really hardcore about the sandwiches. And if nothing else, Jeff's all about things with his ass. What? what? We've covered what? that already. You always have to go blue, even when you're drunk. I don't have to. He just does. I just choose to today. He's obsessed with my ass <laughs> reading. I don't understand it. I, I apologize. No. no, it's all right. No. Anyway. All right. Well, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. <laughs> Make sure you give us a call. Area code 863-874-0000. By the and, way, guys, the statute of limitations questions. is out on those edibles. <laughs> is it, though? Is we're it? going with that. Okay. We're yeah. going to go with that. Okay. Well, anyway, give us a call. Everybody likes the outro. You know, you suck. You like the outro better than the intro, Reed? I don't know. That intro had some very great, recognizable segments to it. Thank you, Reed. The outro is catchy. Nick finally found somebody that likes it. Oh, Broccoli Broccoli likes the new intro. Broccoli likes the intro. See? This is a good shop. You like my intro. (laughs) I put a lot of time into that damn intro. So, Nick, since we have Reed as a captive audience, I'd like you to bore him with the Hurt story. Holy this, crap! This was yeah, something. why don't why don't we why don't we get into the recap of our trip so far? Okay, so how do I get into this? Oh, this is recent. This is this is this, this is trip. This is risk. This trip. So Jeff and I came out to Indianapolis to procure a little bit of furniture. Yeah, and, and in full disclosure, your dad lives here, and you were coming out to get some things that they they were precisely to you. precisely. Yes. And so because we were going to be renting a box truck from U-Haul here and taking it back to uh, our area, we only needed a car one way from our area to here. First of all, do you have any idea how hard it is to get a one-way car rental these days? It's I, I, I don't. It's ridiculous. What about a three-way? I mean, everybody's <laughs> down for a three-way. But, but... Oh, it's don't, incredible. Don't set him up because he'll <laughs> knock him home. <laughs> he set me up for that one. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But everybody does one way. <laughs> well, you know, obviously not car rentals. Yes, throw your knee out. But the point is, That's just you in the shower. The, the point is, <laughs> the point is, it's difficult and it's expensive. And so I finally got a car reserved through Hertz. And Jeff and I went and picked it up yesterday, and, and for, it was god awful. It was the giant clusterfuck you could imagine i mean we stand there and they've got one employee one employee working this place so everybody's waiting in line to check in and you know we get our car we get checked in add jeff to the car for you know as an extra license insurance purpose exactly and so then the guy's like all right i'm gonna go get your car ready and he gets up and leaves and go get goes and there's and get, all these people all these people they're waiting and he goes and gets this car that obviously had just been turned in and he goes around and gets it cleaned, quote unquote, gets it cleaned while all these people are waiting. And then he brings it back around. And that's when I'm like, and he, and he gave me time to look at the paperwork as we we're doing this. And I noticed that this $200 plus car rental, it was about 210 bucks. For whatever reason, they have charged me on my card $709 Wolf. for this yep. card. And there went the travel money. And I'm like, so I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, did you put a $700 hold on my card? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, the excess will be refunded in three to five business days. And I'm like, well, 
dude, like, yes, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I asked him. And he's like, oh, they just did the, I've been, you know, a lot of people have been angry about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm angry about it. You know, because that's like, <laughs> no they, shit. That just yeah. ate a lot of money. So then we, we Jeff gets in the car, and we, we take this back to my place so I can drop. And, and the guy's so slammed, he basically just hands me the keys, sets me in the car, and, and goes. Done. No walk around, nothing like that. Yeah. Well, Jeff gets in it. And immediately notices that the roof of the inside of the car looks like somebody has taken, like, a soda and shaken it and just exploded all over the place. There is brown shit stains, like, all over the inside of this car. It looks like someone, like a crime scene of somebody killed an Easter bunny. There's just chocolate or something all All over over the Hopefully chocolate all over the roof of the car. Yeah, hopefully not shit. Exactly. I smelled it. It didn't smell bad. Did you taste like it? chocolate? He, Did know, you taste it? he knows shit. I, I, I Put a little tongue on it. I won't admit that. He knows okay. shit. If there's one thing, I've that been Jeff known knows. to lick the roof of a car now and then, but not not this time. Not this time. So, anyway, so it's filthy in that regard, right? And it's all over the car. It's it like it started at the driver area. And it sprays all the way to the back window. I don't know what the hell someone did. Somebody got busy with a one way. That's a filthy, filthy one way. Filthy one way. <laughs> so and then later, we find this random pair of tweezers uh-huh. See? in I, the door of the passenger. Said, Nick, are these yours? He goes, no. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately drop them. So, yeah. Hertz, you really did a good job cleaning the car. I wonder if that fulfills any sort of COVID cleanliness regu- uh, regulations. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. So, Why would someone have tweezers in a car? But anyway. Well, yeah. and yeah. We, we, So we talked about that. Fingernail clippers, I can understand. I have a pair of fingernail clippers in my car, just in case you get a little hangnail or something like that. You know, you want a pair of fingernail clippers handy. Tweezers? What are you tweezing? What the hell are you tweezing in the car? You plucking nose hairs as you're driving, sitting at a red light? I mean, what what are you doing? Maybe the ear hairs, because the older I get, the more that's an issue. I hear rustling when it's windy. It's like a what, wheat field. <laughs> it's like that wrapper. <laughs> exactly. It's like a wrapper. I thought it was tonight. It's just my ear here blowing <laughs> in the wind. So, yeah. So so we get that. Then we get to the hotel. And, guys, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before in terms of traveling with Gator. But this time, it just happened to be a little more excessive. So we, Jeff and I, once again, split in a room. And I should have learned my lesson by now. but Many times I, over. But I haven't. And I'm a nice guy. And I figure that splitting a room, and I'm even covering the room since he's here nice enough to help me move this furniture. I, I figure, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. So, Jeff, you piss in the shower, man. I do. He pisses in the shower. Hey, have you ever gotten and an I'm athlete's not, foot? And I'm not talking about, like, doing it as he's showering. I'm talking about, like, when he has to use the toilet, he just goes and pisses on the shower floor and leaves it because he says that the urine kills Your, the bacteria. Urine is sterile and it kills the bacteria. That causes athlete's foot. Yes. I'd stand by that. Now, the problem was he did this all day and yesterday. And if you get stung by a jellyfish, it'll help you with that, too. All night last night. Did he put a bathtub stopper in, slowly fill it up? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Boy, that's an idea. But... It, well, this was a stand-up shower, okay? But the point is, he did this, but he didn't rinse it down. Well, you got to let it soak in and do its work. And so this <laughs> afternoon, we get back into the room, and I'm like, fuck, what's that smell? Mm. I'm like, this room kind of stinks. And I'm thinking, maybe, I'm like, there was no housekeeping because they're not doing housekeeping right now with COVID. Smelled like shame and regret. And I'm like, this is gross. What, what Hertz Rental this? Services cleaned it. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> so then I go into the, sh- into the bathroom. 
with the intention of showering off after we've been moving you know, I furniture. You, I said, you're going to need to run the water first. And I warned him. I go to the shower, and the smell just hits me. It's like a day and a half of <laughs> rancid urine just sitting in the bottom of that shower, and it just smells like death. At least he didn't eat asparagus. Oh, he ate something that made it really stinky because, like, this was foul, dude. It was... It this was those was, pork tacos at the Mexican oh, place. Oh, God, this was gross. So I ran that hot water, a full blast, hottest temperature I could get it, showering it around for probably 15 minutes before Easily. I actually got in there because it was just ridiculous. And I still felt filthy when I set foot in that shower. You it need was, shower shoes. You should have called the front desk for bleach. I should have just gotten a second No, no, because if you mix the ammonia from my urine in that bleach, it's liable to kill him in there. Now it's toxic. Yeah. Yeah, I should have just gotten a second room is what I should have done. <laughs> Once but, again, you should have just gotten the bleach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let Lord. it ride. But, yeah, so, no, it's been a treat rooming with Gator so far. But you keep doing it. I know. I, I'm cheap. I think. <laughs> I'm surprised you were able to cover the room with the $700 well, to hold on the credit card. Thankfully, I paid for the room in advance. Yeah, there we go. So that was the only reason that that happened, actually. But, yeah. So, no, we got this all taken care of, but... But the Hertz money's still not back on the card. No, and it bit into my cigar purchasing money today. No. No. <laughs> Broccoli's, Broccoli's asking for my glass, and I am not... Do, no, dude. That I, is... That's a lot. That is, cl- that is clear liquor right there, buddy. Fuck. Peer pressure. Thank oh, God. God. Thank God he's not driving. I'll split it with you so you don't have to have it all. When? No. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want much of it. You're getting the rest of it. I am not getting the rest of it. No. I'm going to say, Brock, you kill it. I am not doing the rest. No. God damn it. Dreamles. Oh, my God. This is just trouble waiting to happen here. So, anyway. <laughs> don't get that too close to your cigar either. Yeah, I know. I'm going li- to light, light it on fire yeah. if I get it close to my cigar. Here we go. All right. We're cheersing. All right. Oh, my God. Here we go. I'm not down. down. There's not down the hatch. Oh, down the hatch? Okay. Oh, Nick. Why? Why, Nick? Oh. (coughs) Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. The Baptist in me took over. I've stepped out of this. Yeah, I knew better than that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The fire. That was pure fire is what that was. Yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I'd have done what he just did, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a sipping, sipping liquor right there. Oh, my. Yeah, Nick decided to do a double shot of that after oh. the other double shot. Where's my phone? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Yeah, yeah this got is some good, pretty good canned cocktails this, over this there. Is going, this is going He nuts. likes anything with an umbrella in it and some fruit. I do, actually. Yep. Anyway, why don't we give away some cigars, Jeff? Ooh. Let's do it. Yeah, it's time for the weekly giveaway. And guys, you sign up for the weekly giveaway by getting on our email newsletter list, which, you know, I know, at some point I'll do something with it. Just, you know, back off. But anyway, <laughs> um, go over to CigarPulpit.com and sign up for that. And uh, you get in on the list. And then, you know, we send you cigars. It, it's kind of a good thing. So... Uh, all you got to do if you hear your name is just uh, send me an email uh, at nick at cigarpulpit.com telling me that you're the winner and giving me your 
mailing address, and we will get this shipped out to you right away. So, without further ado... The winner this week is Alicia Rodriguez. Alicia Rodriguez. Congratulations. Congratulations, Alicia Rodriguez. Phenomenal. He, he loves his DJ air horn. DJ air horn. I love it. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just adds so it's much. Good. It does. No it matter does. when you use it. No, exactly. So. I mean, you could be talking about, I took a shower and play that. Exactly. Jeff pissed in the shower. It adds so much. Hertz rent a car screwed me out of seven hundred bucks. I'm with you. I'm ready to leave Jeff on the side of the highway on the way home. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> hey, Bro- broccoli Rob got me really freaking drunk. <laughs> and so, I think we've had enough DJ air. So Reed, Reed, let me ask you this: <laughs> I think I popped Reed's ear uh, eardrum. <laughs> They've been so. Reed, let me ask you this. Have you guys thought about getting the Ave Maria in here at the store? Did you hear that? Hear what? I don't know. He does this shit all the time. What shit? Whenever we say Ave Maria, yeah. he always has to, you know, start there, saying there it is again. something. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. You guys don't, don't hear know. that. No. There's no way you don't hear that. I don't know. Anyway. I wonder if like, people at home like, you know the you other, think they hear it? Nah, nobody ever says they hear nobody it. Nobody ever hears it? No. You know the other cigar that we've tried that's really good is that uh, Thai tea. The Thai tea. Yeah. What is that? What? The music? See, he hears it. Do you hear that? What music? Music? God damn. I hear music. He hears music. Yeah, I don't hear that. Okay. Well, at least now somebody else hears it. Okay. Oh, All right. It's not just coming from? I don't know. It's not just me. That Thai tea is an interesting cigar. Damn it. There it is again. What? Anyway. All right. <laughs> well. This has been fun. Reed's Absolutely. getting a look at all of our inside jokes. I mean, this has been fun. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna sleep so well tonight. Oh. <laughs> He's going to wake me up at 3 in the morning screaming his head off. Just don't, don't fall asleep in the shower. Somebody with a top hat staring at him. Hey. Don't, don't fall know. asleep in the shower. No, no, no. I get pissed on. Yeah. Yeah. Golden shower. <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit there and giggle. Exactly. He does anyway. You know I what mean, I'm gonna do? you know. I'm going to I'm going to invite Broccoli to come over and just stand over you in a top hat. Now that's a <laughs> That's a three-way that I do not want, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, guys, what are uh, thoughts on the uh, 1502 Blue Sapphire here? It's a good stick. I'm down to the Brock on it. It's I'm glad we have it here. I am, too. Yeah, it's a good one. This, this is a good cigar. This is one that I was introduced to just now on the show. Yep. And it's one that I will be buying some more of before I leave. Yeah, this it's is a good, a good, cigar. good cigar. Thanks for the recommendation, Brock. He's good at that. So, guys, uh, coming up on Friday, we're going to have another selection from the My Monthly Cigars box. Indeed. And, uh, Nick, go ahead and tell everybody, what is My Monthly Cigars? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. Let's see if you can get through this drunk. Where you can get boxes of cigars sent to your door every month. They come in a variety of sizes. Jeff and I actually get the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. However, that's two of everything that's in the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. Both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the cigars, or box. 
<laughs> Shut up, you know? So close. So close. Man, I was running with it, too. So I was close. just doing Even it with all so the distractions. All of it. All of Use it. Use offer so. code PULPIT. Use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. That gets you free shipping on your first box, as well as 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. MyMonthlyCigars.com. Now, also on Friday, we will have our regular segment from our man Brock. We will. Sitting right over here with us. Do you want to give us a quick he- I'll turn over my headset to you. You want to give us a quick uh He's not ready what yet. You got coming? He hasn't ready. even done it yet. He's not prepared. He's all in. Oh, look oh. at him. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting all okay, lippy. Okay, guys, here's a heads up. He's getting lippy. I got a question. What comes in your guys' giveaway? What kind we of cigars are you giving Cigars away? from Martinez Cigars. Very cool. Yeah. It's pretty good. Good, good to know. It's a good good little pack. So Welcome back. So, can we talk about it now? <laughs> what? You only talk about the cigar now? Do you hear that? Just talk about whatever Hello? you want now. Hello? No, sorry. What? <laughs> do you hear that? See, I'm just giving you more editing to do. <laughs> what? The? I'm lost, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on at this point. So what now? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. No, the the segment this week is going to be the uh, Rojas Blue Bonnets. We Which got, we smoked earlier. Yeah, we got yes. the, uh, the Rojas line in. We got... The blue bonnets in the statement, and I'm going to do the review on the blue bonnets Lancero. Oh, we had that earlier today. Guys, you're going to want to make sure you hear that review on Friday because, spoiler alert, Jeff and I really liked it. It's a really good stick. It is a really good cigar. Yep, yep. Very cool. Very cool. Well, now the onus is back on me, and I don't know what the fuck to say. (laughs) So, you got to have something. (laughs) You want another shot? I mean, I can get more. No, I actually need to use the pisser. Like really we don't bad. have a shower here. Yeah, we don't have a shower. <laughs> I'm not Jeff. <laughs> now, I almost put a sign up over the sink that said no bidetting here, but but you didn't. But you I didn't. Totally forgot. And he already. I no, I know he didn't because that sink will not hold him. <laughs> it's still there. There's very few sinks that will hold him these days. <laughs> the handle let's comes be, out. Let's though. be real. Yeah, oh, that's true. You can almost pull That'd the handle nice. out. Oh, and it's got a okay. sprayer. Reed, you screw oh, if it's now got a screwing us. If it's you got just a, yeah, if yeah. he's got a oh, if he's got a sprayer, he's oh, set. there goes Jeff. Oh shit! Oh my god! Good thing we got a floor drain. It's gonna get messy in there. <laughs> oh my god! He's gonna. Oh my god! They're, they're gray walls. They're not brown walls. So let's keep it clean. It's gonna look like the roof of my rental car. Exactly. I do not want to look like the rental car. <laughs> I was gonna say gray with brown specks everywhere. Oh, oh lord! Beautiful. Anyway, well, guys. Seriously, thank you so much for hosting us. This has been wonderful. It's been a fun time. It's been great hanging out with you, Reed, and with Broccoli and Mrs. Broccoli and everybody else here at the Smoke Pit. We've had a wonderful, wonderful time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jeff, do you have any guys? Thanks for having us. Jeff, do you have anything else that you want to throw in? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, well, Jeff is good. Jeff is good. good. Well, guys. the bathroom. <laughs> oh, he's got to go poo. So, guys. You have to hire a Hertz rental car cleaner. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go no, with, no, like, no. at least Enterprise. Okay. <laughs> They're, everyone I've gotten from them has been better. Yeah, they give you the tools to see, you know, be your own boss. they bring the car to you. Hey, they will. But I can't bring it to Indianapolis with them, apparently. It's unfortunately free advertisement for them. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever. So, anyway. Well, guys, this has been a very interesting sermon from the Cigar Pulpit coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios at the Smoke Pit in Greenwood, Indiana. Smile. (laughs) We're posing for beautiful pictures here. And so, with that being said, I'm Nick. I'm Gator. 
I'm Reed. I'm Rob. Broccoli. Everybody, stay safe and stay smoky. Broccoli. Later. Okay, so Brock. Yeah. Nick's passed out. Now we're going to need to get him some more shots. Yeah, shot, I think so. Shot, 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 shot. How shot, about we shot, do a shot. funnel from the second floor? But, oh. A butt chug. Butt chug. <laughs> he likes butt stuff. Nick does, does like the butt chugs. He does like butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody have a marker? I'll draw some penises on his face. <laughs> I want to go get a funnel and just like funnel it in. <laughs> That'd be great. He'll drown. Uh, At uh, least it's not in urine. Hey, we have, <laughs> yes. Hey, we have a firefighter. He can do CPR. That's so right. It's all good. I'm off shift. I'm calling somebody. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. Roll him out in the street. Uh-huh. How, are, how are we going to get him out of here and into your car now? I got a. We're uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> I got a dolly over there. He'll just wake up here in the morning, and I'm halfway back home with the her, with the uh, truck. It'll We're be great. Call the Hertz uh, taxi cab <laughs> to come by and pick him up. <laughs> Put him in a chair. Dolly him out. Dolly him out. There we go. We're good. Oh, good times. It's all covered. We love you, Bishop.